Welcome to Boys in the Barrio podcast. On today's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing my good friend Lamont. He's a good friend of the podcast also. We've had him before, and on this particular interview, we had the opportunity to talk about many topics, and especially the one of his event coming up, which is uh, very important for him. And I'm super happy for him because he has been working very hard to make this happen. And we are actually going to be there posted up live doing live podcasting and the event is free so feel free to join and if you see us there also feel free to kick it with us bring some topics with you and we will discuss them make sure to subscribe give us a like and tell your friends about us if there's anything that we can improve on also then you have comments feel free to leave that uh feedback is always welcome and we enjoy it so enjoy the episode peace P.S. Please excuse the static noise and part of the interview. It was the aliens. Yo, welcome to another episode of Boys in the Barrio. It is a special one today because I got a special guest with us today who I am uh, super proud and happy to always have him on the podcast. Um, I think last time we had you on, it was the beginning of the year, I think. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot about what you talked about on that one that you're actually making happen now. So um, it is my pleasure to welcome Lamont. To Boys in the Barrio, thank you for joining us, Lamont. I appreciate it, brother. I'm always happy to be here. Holler at my boy Bentley, big supporters of me, the Lamont French brand, and uh, Boys in the Barrio. Since I, I I first met you guys, I wore I wore the shades to commemorate that. <laughs> I saw that. Um, so before we get started, there's a few things I wanted to get off my chest, man, and tell you. So um, if you say anything about Russell, Wilson. no, it's not. It's okay, not. It's okay. not. It's not. We got that out. To, we, that was the last episode, man. All Every right, time cool, I get cool, something cool. off my chest. But cool. what I wanted to say was, man, I met you. I don't know if it was like two years ago or something three, like that. It was probably about three. three. Yeah. Three. Um, we kicked it off. We both like conversating. We talked. We kicked it. We drank. And my brother yes up and he was true <laughs> yes i remember that shit now um it was it was a fun time man but i always remember man that you had your art you know you were posted up with your art we talked about your art um but where you are now um i just wanted to congratulate you and i always think it's important as individuals to congratulate each other on people's growth. Thank you, man. You know, Thank sometimes you. I think uh, as humans, we fucking walk around on this earth and we don't tell the person next to us, hey, man, you're actually doing a good job, man. Yeah, like, yeah. And sometimes that helps. You get what I mean? Or sometimes it's just good to recognize it. And I wanted to recognize you, man. I, I, I applaud you and I'm super happy for you. Definitely. I appreciate that, man. I'm proud of you too, man. Shoot, your, your life has changed in, in, in a couple of ways since oh, three years yeah, ago. It changed man. within a year. It changed really quick. <laughs> I mean, I got married now, baby. Yeah, I mean, man. But yeah. I'm happy, man. I can't complain. Yeah, that's good. You're going to get a few gray hairs now. So. I know. I think I already have some. I have some up here and in the back, bro. It, it, it's <laughs> the next step no after fucking that, you're going to start losing it. Um, so I was listening to our last interview. I always do this before <laughs> if I have a, a, a reoccurring guest. I always listen to the previous interview. Uh-huh. And that was a wild interview, bro. We had oh, a good man. time, man. For it was la- fucking for, fun. For a lot of reasons. It yeah, was long, it was long too. too. We fucking talked, bro. I, mean, I think it was, it was like an hour and 44 minutes. Yeah, like it was that. long, man. It was, a, it was a fun time. But um, to follow up on exactly why you're here is because you i wanted to ask you about your event you okay. talked about it on the that episode can you tell us a little bit about how this went down the logistics of it and okay. you're actually making it happen now man um well um two years ago uh was my first solo exhibit that i had at hmac 
um, and um, it kind of fell on my birthday. And then the following year, um, uh, I was in London, but Hurricane Harvey hit. And then, uh, so I didn't feel right having a, a another show with people, you know, just trying to trying to recoup and yeah, yeah, I just wouldn't have been. Yeah, been like, who get, is, this guy has no soul, right? And get their <laughs> lives back together, and then I'm I'm selling paintings for you know thousands yeah, and yeah, thousands yeah, yeah, of dollars. Yeah, so, sure. um, so last year I was pretty stagnant. I didn't I didn't have a, a show, but I just I still made work, and um, and then at the top of the year, probably around. I would say January or February, I signed with New Management. Okay. Um, House of Obsessions um, with Crystal Hall Tech, um, uh, DL, and Jordan Harris. Um, that That's my management team. And um, they pretty much, they, they've helped me take my career from a PR standpoint and a marketing standpoint to another level. So um, uh, we put together these two shows uh, towards the end of the year because it gave me time. You know, my, my pieces are really large, so it gave me time to, uh, to to pretty much get the materials and work on the pieces. And uh, we came up with these dates, November 9th and December 15th. And, um, you know, we're a week away from the November 9th show, uh, Miscellaneous Works. So, um, you know, everything is based around my moniker. I'm just a Creole kid from Houston. Um, you know, because that's that's what I stand by, um, you know, and it pays homage to everyone that's had an influence in, in, in me growing up. Um, and, you know, this is miscellaneous works because these, these are works that, um, you know, I just work on when I don't have anything in concrete uh, set and I'm just trying to keep my brain busy. Uh, keep it exercised and keep it fresh so um there'll be nine pieces plus a content space um at this show um it's open to the public um and you know people are going to come out you know have some drinks they'll get a chance to meet me they'll get a chance to meet my management um you guys will be there we're gonna do a live podcast boys in the barrio and also too um you know what i want people to understand is you know when you go to an art show it's not just to explore the art it's for the experience correct you know yes. um and, and it's pushing the culture the culture of um of art and being creative and getting a chance to know different people and meet these people from different realms and different walks of life because um just like music you know art it brings everybody together and you can discuss the content of the piece if it's good if it's good content correct. Yes, you, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know sometimes it's, it's some it's some bullshit art out there but you know i try to <laughs> I, I pride myself on you know always you know, putting content in my work and, um, and, you know, kind of bearing my soul into my work. And, um, I think that's what, that's what, that's what's made me successful. And it's also helped me grow as an artist. And then also too, you know, from two years ago, uh, from my last solo show, um, you know, you interviewed me and my mentor, Robert Hodge. Correct. Um, I've been under his tutelage for almost two years and, and that's helped my career, uh, tremendously too. So he'll actually be curating my December show. Nice. So, yeah, so you brought up a, a, a lot of things I wanted to touch on that you brought up. <clears throat> I'm not going to touch too deep into it because I don't know, you know, exactly how it happened or what happened. Okay, but okay. I've interviewed a lot of artists, right? Uh-huh. And you know that. But one thing I do notice is that well, it's artists are not just, it's not just about the art, right? right. There's politics and there's also the business side of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. What's up? Um, you know, and, and <laughs> that was the part I had to learn. Uh, when I first got into the art game about five years ago, I thought it was just, you know, creating these works and then telling people in the art world or going to a gallery and being like, hey, you know, I have this artwork. Can you look at it? But it's a whole business side to it. If you want to make revenue. Yes. Now, you know, it's a passion of mine, so I'm always going to make work. But, you know, for the value of it, you know, and to leave something for my kids, 
I also want to, you know, be able to, to to profit off of my work and, and, and put my work out there into the world to share it because of the content. Um, and, you know, I was, um, you know, starting off, I had a, um, a, I had a, a manager who wasn't really, um, I would say, focused on me. Um, but, you know, she didn't really know a whole lot about, you know, being a, a manager of an artist or anything like that. So, um, you know, I went out and, and I sought management that wasn't necessarily into being uh, art management, but just from a PR standpoint and a marketing standpoint and, and just, um, I would say, just selling the actual brand. And, uh, and that's how, you know, I met um, my management team through another mutual friend of mine and they didn't know anything about art. None of them knew anything about art, but what I thank them for is that they they came into my studio, they came into my home, and they got to know me, and they learned about art. And I didn't have to sit and teach them and tell them. I told them like maybe a, a few tidbits. And things. they went and did their homework. And they went and did their homework, and then they they dove in. Um, you know, uh, my social media manager Jordan Harris, he's been in the studio with me, you know, since I would say February, March at least twice twice a week you know and he's now he's telling me what we're gonna price the paintings yeah, and, at. And, and, and i'll tell you this much that when i met you you weren't the biggest on social media oh man so when i've seen when i, see I don't you, think i had an instagram when i met you i don't think you did actually yeah. but man to see your transformation like i said i'm like okay lamont i see you dog I yeah man you. it's it's but you. but it's cool because like you said man you're a walking brand yeah. you know you're you're a walking billboard yeah. like yeah. you know what I mean? everything that you represent coming here the way everything is how you're gonna eat you know what yeah I mean? like, definitely so, definitely man it's dope I'm, I'm super happy for you because that's one of the differences i noticed i, I like, appreciate it man i, I see I that boy lamont it. it's not just like i said your art your art growth but also how you're as an you know, artist yes. yeah yeah so. yeah i appreciate it man you know uh branding was something that i had to learn you know uh it's it's a lot different you know back when keith herring and Jean-Michel Basquiat and Andy Warhol, you know, when New York was the, the, the mecca. I mean, it still is the mecca of the art world. But back when those artists were coming out, that's where you had to get to to actually have your art be respected and to be seen. Um, and now you have this platform of social media from so many different ways, whether it be Instagram to Instagram Live to uh, Twitter to you know to the Snapchat. I mean, all of these entities to where you can actually be seen and you can reach so many people, not just locally but you know worldwide. Do and you think it, it it's a it's a gift and a curse type of thing? It can be. It can be because uh, you know, <laughs> for me and Jordan always laughs at me because sometimes I gotta I gotta call him to get him on my social media and kind of fix some things. But you know, your personal life. You know, I don't I don't really you know exploit my personal life you know whether it be my kids or you know just um you know relationships or things like yeah, that yeah you're very private yeah um but it can kind of spill over and um and also too you have to understand like these works are are those works are, are part of the actual artist so they're like our babies yeah so when you put them out there you're putting them out there to where anybody can touch them comment on them or whatnot you know we're we are we're like entertainers yeah you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like when, when you put yourself out there on social media you are exploiting yourself you yes. know you're, you're putting your face on a on a chopping block to, to to be touched in any kind of way so um you know it's a gift and a curse um but the thing is you know from sports uh you know my i don't want to say swagger because i hate that word but you know 
I would just swagger. Kinda, <laughs> 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 you know, you gotta have a certain arrogance about it. You know, and and I'm not gonna post anything. Um, I, I don't want to say I'm not gonna post anything, but I'm not gonna work on nothing where I'm not coming with it. Every time I'm I'm touching the canvas, I'm coming I'm coming with some heat, and I'm not gonna stop on that piece until I feel like it's fire. Now, the thing that I've done a little bit differently, uh, as you say, I've grown as an artist was it used to take me uh, six weeks at the least to finish a piece. So it made it so much longer for me to accumulate a whole collection for maybe in a year. So this year, because I had this this short time span where it was like maybe not eight, nine, ten months, I challenged myself and I worked on multiple pieces at one time. So, um, again, uh, you know, this show miscellaneous works. These are just pieces that I worked on over the past, I would say year and a half. Um, and then December show will be all pieces that I did for this year for my 2018 collection. Hey, and let me ask you something about your creativity, pushing it to that. At some point, did you, do you have, do you hit just fuck like a stopping point? Cause you're challenging, you are challenging yourself to something new. I mean, you went from six months for one piece to now you're fucking trying to put out more um it gets to a point to where you know you do drain yourself so um you know and it's funny because the the artist process is you know people don't really understand it so i can take a canvas and look at it for damn near eight weeks but that's part of the process. It's not that I'm just looking at a blank canvas. I'm sitting here and I'm conceptualizing what the idea is, what yeah, the yeah, colors yeah. are, what I'm putting into it. So, it, it you know, the process might not necessarily be me actually touching the canvas, but it could just be me conceptualizing. But I didn't have that luxury. So, you know, it it, it has drained me uh, this year, I would say, working on these, on these two collections at the same time. Um, but... You know, if you want to put out a good product, then, you know, I can't say, yeah, I reach a stopping point. So, you know, I may t- take a day or two or, you know, maybe two, three days to where I, I, I rest. I try to rest, rest my brain, but it doesn't really rest. You know, it's always on, on the piece and, and finishing. And, um, you know, my studio is not far from my house. Um, you know, there's a couch in there. So sometimes I'll stop and I'll just lay on the couch and but my brain's still going. So then when it when it pops in and the canvas says, OK, I'm ready now, then I get back up and I'll start touching it again. And, you know, it all it never fails. The canvas always tells me what to do. Always. It always tells me what to do when I'm touching it. Always tells me when to stop touching it, when to leave it alone and when to go to something else. Each canvas is an individual and each one of them talks to me in a different way. So I've seen some stuff, so I'm not really going to get it. But I, I'm trying to stay uh <laughs> Not don't touch yeah, so, not not ruin the surprise and, for and don't forget we 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 going live next Friday at the show too yes so. absolutely which by the way I should tell you that even though even if we were not uh, a part of it or gonna you know be posted up doing podcasting I would still show up man I know show it you love. I know so, it I, d- sure. I definitely know it I definitely know it. but I c- I couldn't have it any other way man man you know? I appreciate that thank you and I it humbles my heart man for real definitely definitely you, you and, and it'll out, be bro. i think it'll be cool for you know some of the people to interact and, and get to talk to you guys and you can ask them their opinion about the work and and the artists and stuff like that so you know you'll actually get it you know houston is is a it's a fickle city um it's always had the art culture but back in the day it was the older artists you yeah. know the 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 um you know the guys that were great contemporary artists or um you know 
you know, whether it be oil paintings or classical paintings to where now the artists are a little bit younger. And also, too, you have to look at the content of what the world is going through. Yes. And, you know, it's a lot more that people want to say. And, you know, the creativity part of it from using different materials and in the in, in the concepts and also too again, you know, the branding and the marketing part of it, you know, it's it's all grown to a different spectrum. So, you know, Houston is kind of making its mark in the in, in the art world. So um, which is a cool thing, because Houston has always been so diverse. Right? Oh, yeah. So like, oh, yeah. you add that to fucking art. Like, it's just definitely an, it's badass. And it's an explosion. Um, one thing I've always noticed and. You're big on the Spanish language. <laughs> and I mean, and this people are, of course, obviously cannot know this, but you and, and is, I, when and, we. And it's when, funny because I'm Creole. Yeah, when we, <laughs> when, when we text, uh, he's very big. He's like, hermano, you know, and he spells correctly. Like, he, t you know, he uses his grammar correctly when he's, he's talking to me in Spanish. And I'm like, this I dude took, really loves it. I took Spanish from the time I was in the ninth grade all the way till I was a junior in college. So. So for everybody listening, the man could like, don't say some stupid shit around him and <laughs> think he's not gonna fucking understand. You, you. know what's funny? I'm gonna tell you a funny story. So, uh, I was a teacher. I was a teacher for five years, and my first teaching job. Dude, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> I was a teacher for five years, and my my first teaching job I taught at Edison Middle School. Okay. It's all Hispanic on yeah. the south on the southeast side. Yeah. It's um, in the hood, Magnolia. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, um, I'd be sitting in class. And the kids would start speaking in Spanish. And I would let them have their conversation. Now, now they, they call it me all kind of names. They, they, they saying sexual explicit. They talk about relationships and all kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, I would respond in Spanish. And they would all be like, oh, no, that oh, makes some shit real quick. Mister, <laughs> you know Spanish? <laughs> so, yeah. And, and it, it would, it would kind of. you hear mister? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabe espanol, yeah. And it was it was weird. And then all of a sudden, because they knew I knew Spanish, it was like they had a different respect for me. Oh, yeah, of course. Because now they know, like, oh, shit. You yeah, I got to around with this dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, yeah. I mean, you get a sub. Were you an actual teacher or, like, substitute? No, I was an actual teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that first day, teacher. they probably walked around and thought, oh, we're going to fucking oh, yeah. roll over this oh, dude. Yeah. But when they oh, was yeah. like, oh, I got to be good oh, all this year. Yeah. This is yeah. a class I got to pay attention to. Yep, yep, yep. And then I, sp I speak a little. The funny part is, I speak better Spanish than I do. Uh, French Creole Damn So And let me Explain I'm not Haitian Creole It's Louisiana Creole nice. So that's why I say I'm just a Creole kid From Houston Nice Yeah But you do understand Spanish well man I just wanted to give you Props <laughs> on that And I'm not uh, Some of your art Is actually influenced huh? I saw some it Like is. I said I don't know if I could Talk about this Because I know you no, have you some stuff. Yeah. Oh okay So yeah Some of the pictures You sent me of the art That you're gonna be having um, You actually have some Spanish wording on it man Yeah yeah I have a piece uh, Called Suedado Yes. Uh, which is caution in Spanish. Uh, that'll be in the December show, and it's uh, it's all based around. Um, uh, it's called Suidado, all of the above. So it's based around every type of relationship and emotion that you can have with a woman. So uh, it's you know it's kind of a personal experience, but uh, you know there's a there's a lot of uh, collage. You know I, I do a lot of collaging uh, and mixed media in my work. So um, you know I just think it's it's uh, it's good just to kind of use every entity. That you have, uh, you know, within yourself, you know, within your work, because your work has to represent you. Yeah, of course, of course. So I wanted to ask, a, uh, uh, I'm veering a little bit right here. What made y'all click as um, management, you and your management? What made y'all click? You know, like I said, I met them. I met them through uh, another friend of mine, and they were, uh, 
House of Obsession was a PR firm. Okay. Public relations, and they have some big clients. Uh, you know, Adrian Peterson, um, you know, just to name one. I won't go down the list, but um, what I thought was cool was that when I first met with them, they didn't agree to be my management. Um, you know, uh, so you didn't want like the whole like, hey amen, like the whole pitch, like no, nah, uh, because the thing is, they didn't they didn't know anything about art. You know what I'm saying? So you know, basically, I felt like okay, you know, I I I kind of spoke about art and and I told them about numbers and things like that, but they didn't really you could see it they didn't really get it. So then, um, you know, even after you know they came to my high rise and they they looked at you know my art and you know we talked about i told them about the logistics of it and you know why certain pieces are valued at certain things or whatever and their eyes opened up but um what my manager crystal told me she said okay well let me do some research to see if this is something that we can actually do and you know she made me give her a list of some of my favorite artists and you know who are influences on me and she called me maybe about two weeks later and she said okay it's a go and she sent me over the contract and through her what I love most about them is that they have a team. Okay. You know, it's it's Crystal um, who does the hustling and bustling, and you have someone who kind of finances the project, and then you have, uh, you know, Jordan Harris who puts the grind work in. You know, Jordan, uh, like I said, you know, he's actually in the studio with me, uh, you know, per week. And, I mean, he has tons and tons of – I mean, they have a long list of clients. You know, he's back and forth from here to L.A., but he always makes the time to actually come by and see the work, to critique the work, to ask me, okay, what's finished? How far are we along with this? What else do we need to do? So it kind of – they invested in me, and that was what made me feel comfortable with them. So uh, we were on a – you know kind of a 90 day trial and and you know we all really just became friends and and, and family and um and man it's it's just it's taking my career to a, to a new i mean i got two shows this year so you know um i went from having one two years ago to actually having two shows and um you know i had my show with vans this past year um and just different brands from jack daniels reaching out to us um to uh you know just other entities you know um you know i won't get into this i will talk about that next week you know just the, the different uh uh yeah of course yeah yeah you can't you can't you can't ruin the whole surprise yeah. you know what I mean, right <laughs> like but no nah, man it's just like i said it's just cool to see like now you like you said you have a team bro like yeah. a team focus on lamont you know what i mean like, and also too you know two years ago i was a rookie like that was my first solo show nobody knew who i was you know, so from that show, it got me the van show, which helped me meet Alex. And then I got Donkey Boy and Friends show. Then I met you guys. And also along the way, I've met, you know, just other creative minds like uh, my good friend who's a photographer, Charles Holt. Um, and just other artists uh, from Sydney Simone to um, my mentor, Robert Hodge, um, to, um, you know, just other create like i said other creative minds um you know and it's it's helped me broaden my horizons when i do get bogged down when i don't feel like painting you know i you know charles will come to the studio and, and show me his website of his photography and different models and different angles and things like that or just sitting there and me listening to him talk yeah or him listening to me talk or you know sometimes you know jordan will come and, and talk about other clients and uh you know and, and how he's setting their brand up or whatnot so you know, it's just, uh, you know, the growth just as a person as well. Uh, it's in the past, I would say, three years has has helped me a lot uh, just being as being an artist. About this uh, next week, what makes you the proudest right now about yourself? Uh, what makes me the proudest? 
I would just say the the respect that I get and the feedback nice. that I get from people now that actually see my work on social media and nice. you know um, from my peers you know when I go out they actually know that I'm an artist and, nice. I, and I paint and they you know and they hit me up and you know even being able to do like Vans is a major company yeah, you know, nice, and, yeah. and I've done two shows with them to where they've actually given me their shoe and trusted me in, in, in my craft and me actually you know being able to touch that piece of material and, and auction it off and um and you know just just other artists reaching out to me and saying you know your work is dope and you know i'll be at the show and um you know and also too being able to look past just next week in december and and seeing you know next year's show and um and bigger and, and, and better things as far as you know linking up with different brands and fashion designers and things like that so Man, well, you have a dope story, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's like, it's badass. Honestly, if I was, if I could and I had the wealth, bro, I would make a little series about you on HBO. Straight up, it would be badass. I, you, you know, know? I, 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 I talk to, like, a few of my friends, uh, and I tell them, I'd be like, yo, when I go, somebody's got to direct my movie. Doug, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I have I have a visual of how, <laughs> you get what I'm you saying? Gotta, you got to do it, Joey. Like, it, it, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I have a badass visual of it. But um, you were saying, like, um, now that people give you the respect and stuff like that and your art and stuff like that, the cool thing I wanted to say about that is the advantage of you not having social media back then was mm -hmm. that you ever heard of, uh, I'm sure you had, like, overflowing the, the social media with too much shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, The cool thing about you is you haven't really posted a lot of <laughs> shit, right? Like, in yeah. three years, the man yeah. probably has less than 100 posts. I do. Yes. The cool thing is, you took your time, but what you did post was fucking dope. Yeah, I always make sure the content is right. You get what I, I'm saying? So, I learned that, though, from my mentor, Robert Hodge. Um, Shout out to Robert Hodge, man. The man is a cool dude. Great conversation. I love talking to man. I met him through Lamont. I appreciate making that happen for yeah, me. Yeah, Hodge is, man, he's... Um, he took me under his wing, and, you know, he's, he's a world-renowned artist. Yeah. You know, and, and how we met, you know, he didn't have to do what he did for me you know he didn't have to let me come to the studio and just hang out with him and you know he's taught me the ins and outs of the business side of art you know uh and you know how to conceptualize a uh, you know the work and he and he tells me too if, if if my work is shit he'd be like nah man that ain't i ain't feeling that you but know that's what you need right yeah yeah and um you know, and we're peers. He's like two years older than me, but he, you know, he holds no punches. And 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 also too with him too, I'm able to tell him, you know, hey, you know, you complaining. I don't, I don't want to hear. It. This is what we do. This is what we signed up for. Um, you know, but he's he's been a, a a great influence. And he, you know, one thing he taught me is that man, your your content is really all that you have at the end of the day. You know, if you don't have any content, then there's no depth to what you're doing. So you know, I make sure. You know, of course, no one knows what I look like. Um, you know, because it it makes them. That reminds me of Daft Punk, by the way. You heard of Daft Punk? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of Daft Punk. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's, there's other artists that that do that, like Alec Monopoly and uh, and Banksy, just to name a couple. But you know, I, I do it because it draws attention to the artwork, but also too to the fashion. You know, fashion is a, is a big part of my brand. Um, so, um, you know, that's part of the reason why I do that as well. And then, you know, if you want to see what I look like, then, you know, come to a show and, uh, you know, or buy a piece, come to the studio and buy a piece. What if somebody literally just shows up like, I've been wanting to meet this guy. It's happened. 
Damn, that's yeah, dope. It's, it's, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's, I just want to see how the guy looks, man. I'm not really here. I just want to see who's the guy. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah who's the yeah. guy behind the post? That only yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, all of the content is not mine, you know, but I make sure, you know, wherever I get it from, you know, it's relevant to, you know, to what the actual work is or what's going on in the world because we you know it, it's all kind of shit going on and that's that's really where you know I, I get my inspiration for my work so let me ask you something um you said the world and what's going on okay i don't know if we talked about this last time but kanye man what the fuck is going uh, on bro we we didn't talk about that because that hadn't happened yet oh yeah 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 but, we talked about it with robert yeah but we did talk about yeah we touched on some other topics now that i remember but uh, yeah what do you think about um you know, I actually, it, it, I have a piece that I did uh, for Kanye West, uh, uh, dedicated to Kanye West for the December show. And it's called uh, Kanye West, um, All of His Emotions. And, you know, in my opinion, I think um, in entertainment, some way, somehow, we all sell our souls for fame. So... It's a limit that you have to have, though, and you have to be accountable for the things that you say and you have to understand the influence that you have and who you have that influence upon. You can't just recklessly say bullshit like slavery was a choice. That's a total disrespect. You have to understand. And, and I was talking to someone about this when, when he said that because of how hot it was outside. And you have to understand these people, they got no days off Sunday through saturday no days off they were up from do you know what time the sun comes up yeah dude. think about being in south carolina at i don't know five, what time it comes up in south carolina at, at, at 5 30 in the morning till it goes down at eight o'clock at night bent over and chopping cotton no one wakes up and say that's what i want to do okay. not at 10 years old not at 11 years old no no woman says okay yes I want to let a man lay on top of me and impregnate me by, b- by, and I don't know this man. No, no, that's not a choice. And the ignorant things that Donald Trump says in the, the, the lack of empathy and compassion that he has for him to support those things. I think that it makes him, he not only sold his soul and it not only makes him less of a man, but it makes him less of a person. So now, now, how can you expect anyone to respect what you're saying? Basically, you're a coon. Yeah, you just you just tap dancing. Yeah, you know, and we've come so far from that to where, as you know, being minority people, we've had to fight so many obstacles. So for you to stand on that side is just very disheartening. And my thing is, it's disheartening to me because I love Kanye because of his passion. Because of, uh, you know, what he believes in and it, as far as his his talent and how he pushed it. And, you know, and he bogarted the music industry, you know. And so I took a page out of his book, you know, in, in the art world. Um, and one of my biggest influences is Dame Dash, who took a chance on him. Yeah. Um, you know, and and Dame is always someone who pushes the culture. And I feel like Kanye is uh, he's disrespected the culture. So, um, you know, and, and, you know, this may go viral or whatever, but I don't really give a damn. You know, that's just, uh, again, that's something that, you know, you have to be empathetic to history and you have to be accountable for the things that you say. 
do you think that well when you get money i don't know how that feels but do you think when you get to a certain bracket you just stop there's no it's, it's, it's no excuse for that there's there's no okay. you 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 can stop giving a fuck but also too i mean there's people out there with money barack obama he has money Touché, yeah. Jay-Z He has money But I mean I'm not saying I, I'm asking the questions For the You get what I mean Oh yeah I agree Definitely you. You Definitely, I mean? definitely. But, but again Are you But you cannot Like I said There's a certain extent that To where we all do Sell our souls For the price of fame But also too It comes a point in time To where you have to be accountable Yeah And you have to really like Think you about You stand up For the fuck you are right? Exactly yeah. Exactly And you got he, His son is a is gonna be A black man in America True that bro And I, you said it. You said you, you're doing a piece like emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kanye. Mm-hmm. I do think he's an emotional guy, man. I think I, so too. I honestly think like if he has management, right? I think he needs to have a certain person that's like, what's his title? It's Kanye's emotion. I think he's been like, brainwashed y- y- by his true. environment. True. The environment that he's in, he's been but brainwashed. Th- <coughs> Excuse me. Thought that he needs a middleman. What he's trying to say and what he's. <laughs> what he's thinking and what he says is too fucking different. Oh yeah, like the way he says it just comes off. Cause, but I do think he's been brainwashed. He's he's definitely the yeah. man. The man got plastic. He got liposuction. He had plastic surgery. And because then he tried the, to say that he blamed. Um, he blamed every, on his wife. He said his wife told him to get to get plastic surgery. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And it's really sad, man, because. Such a, I look at it from the creative standpoint, right? Like such a creative brain. Oh man, like, he's a genius. Yeah, but. We all he's know he's a he's a he's a genius, and we all know like oh yeah, absolutely. The man threw an album release party in Wyoming, and I mean the work was phenomenal. He put out, for instance, Tiana Taylor has been how long has Tiana Taylor been on on that label for like maybe 10, 10 years, maybe maybe 10, 12 years. Been a while, and he put out her album with only eight songs. The album's twenty four minutes, and it's phenomenal. You know, Pusha T, his album, he has eight songs. I think it's 27 minutes. Phenomenal. He put out five phenomenal albums within maybe six months. And he worked on them all within that six months. I mean, he's a he's a creative genius. But it, it gives you no excuse to be a fucking idiot. True. And for you, do you still listen to Kanye or do you, do oh, you yeah. not separate it? Definitely. It's music. Okay. I listen to his music. I don't yeah, listen cool. to the bullshit he says. Correct. Yeah. And the and the thing is, you know, you know me, Ben. You know me, f- you know, for a, a minute. Yeah. Go you know, on, yeah, I'm, I'm a straight shooter. Yeah. If he walked in the room right now, I would tell him, "You full of shit." Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And that that's I mean that's the way I see it. Too. Yeah. But anyways, changing uh, the subject really quick with Robert Hodge. Um, how's he doing, man? How have y'all been doing? Are, are y'all working on something together? Hodge is Hodge is doing very well. He uh he's he has a nine month residency over at Lawndale. Um, yeah, so he's he's he uh, he just had a an exhibit at South Texas uh, College um, down in Arlington, and um, you know Hodge is a you know I, it's funny because I I call him the ultimate hustler slash artist because he's I mean he's always he's well rounded man yeah man he's yeah. always working he uh he re released his album that he produced two and a half years the jazz album yes. Um, which is dope yeah and then uh he's uh he's putting out another album um the devil in the deep um and you know he just he keeps his hand in a little bit of everything uh you know of him trying to be creative um you know he gets in this zone and when he he locks in that zone i make sure i'm right there with him because i always learn something yeah um you know and, and 
what I love about Hodge is he's not afraid to challenge himself with something that he he's not familiar with. And, uh, you know, he, he kind of preaches that to me. You know, you can't be afraid to make mistakes. You can't be afraid to actually put yourself out there. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's doing good. Hodge is doing good. We're, we're working on something for the December show. We're working on a collaboration uh, for the December show. Like I said, he's, he's curating the December 15th um, show, Ode to My Mind. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just, he, he's just Hodge. You know, I call him Sensei because, you know, he, he teaches me so much. You know, yeah, I, I, and uh, you know, he started off as my mentor, but we become really good friends. Dope, man. So. And and I could tell that when I interviewed y'all, uh, that y'all were you actually had a bond. Yeah. Besides yeah. just you know him being your mentor. Yeah. And, it was a bond. So, man, I wish I he was here so I could ask him how does he feel you know about your event coming up and shit like that. You'll but see him. You'll I, see that's him. Why I was he'll be, yeah, he'll be there next week. He'll be there next week. So that's just it's it's just. It's cool, man. It's like you know, all the pieces coming together and yeah. shit like that. And yeah, yeah. That, and that, that's why I asked that. But yeah, so you know, and, and you know, people ask me, you know, are you stressed? Are you are you ready? And and I don't think you're you're ever not stressed until it's over. You know, so my. So right now, do you have a little bit of stress going oh, yeah, on? Definitely, I'm still working on pieces right now. Nice. You know, I, I got that. My birthday's coming up on Tuesday. You know, I'll be. I'm 30. saying nice because stress is always good, man. When it's good stress. When it's not? good stress, yeah. Yes. When it's good, like <laughs> yeah. something like for what you're going for. Yeah. Hey, I say good job, man. I appreciate it. You man. need that stress. It's better. There's an old saying in Spanish, man. Mejor que haya que no haya means it's better for there to be work than there not to be work. That's true. That's you know very true. So That's you want true. you want to be busy, man. Yeah. You want that because yeah. when you don't have, you just sitting around like fuck. I wish it was here. Yeah. But when it is, we just it's grind mode. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's true, man. That's true. I say I say that to everybody. Man. Like, <clears> oh man, super busy, just working. I mean, that's a good problem. What are you most excited about next week, man? Uh, just the work actually being up. Okay, cool. And actually getting to see it. You know, up together, and um, and really, honestly, the the most exciting thing I'm I can't wait to put the content space together. I mean, Jordan, uh, we did that for uh for uh, one of my photo shoots. We put together a content space, and um, what a content space is, it's like um, it's like a staged area that tells a story, and uh, and I got some I got some some tricks up my you know I got some heat rocks. Nice, as Haj would say. So for for my content, which is pretty dope, man. Like uh, like you said, it's the experience. So yeah. it's like when yeah. you're walking the space, you have to be visualizing your art there, and what the fuck am I gonna bring here to actually exactly. make this experience even doper for people? Exactly, exactly. Which is like you said, people don't know that. Though. Yeah, and also too, you know, what always excites me about the shows is the array of people because I know a ton of people from different realms of life. So. You know, other photographers getting to meet other photographers, other, you know, management and entities getting to meet, you know, pe other people that do podcasts or, you know, yeah. other CEOs of, of hospitals might meet an attorney, you know, but, um, you know, just just watching the people actually admire the work. You know, I always say if I can get somebody to stop and look at my piece for 10 to 15 minutes, I've done my job. So, so. Before I end this thing, but I wanted to ask a question that I've been wanting to ask Lamont for a while, especially now with everything going on. I haven't seen you in a while. So. Right, right. Um, you played ball and you played professional ball. Uh-huh. Um, with everything going on with the NFL and all this stuff with Kaepernick and all that, uh -huh. do you ever feel, do you feel proud of saying you played, for, played ball or not? Or you just uh, keep it... You know, that's not something I really talk about because well, I was, you don't. And I right, 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 right. like when I met you, you never you said you played ball into like the second time we met. You're like, yeah, yeah I played ball. I was like, yeah. dude, you couldn't say that shit in the first time. <laughs> like, but 
but for me, I love that about you because it said a different. It gave me a different perception about you that you were trying to just walk with. Yeah. Oh, I played ball, and this is. I'm. You know. And yeah, I met the artist first, and right. and, and that was because cool that's because yeah. that's what it's about. Now that was a different point in my life, but sometimes I have to touch bases on that because that's where I learned my drive from. Yeah, of course, like, and and that's where some of your influence and your inspirations come right. from. Yeah, and you can't you know, just put it to the side completely. You know, wins and losses, things like that. Um, you know, but uh, I, I'm proud of that. But you know, what I'm most proud of when it comes to as far as my athletic career is that. Um, you know, my dad was a, a celebrity, you know, and that's what he did. He played professional football, and that was our bond, and I was able to kind of follow in his footsteps and, and, and make him proud, and, the, you know, that's something that, that we share. So that's, you know, those are the things that I'm proud of when it comes to, you know, my, my, my football career. But, you know, art is, um, you know, art is what – I take art and I regurgitate everything that I've been through pretty much in my life from all of that from a, a child to growing up to all my experiences you know as an adult um you know even in a different lifetime and i wanted to save more. this because now that you came with that so <clears throat> i've been guilty of this and i think people should stop doing this because I, and i'll be the first one to admit this sometimes <clears throat> we see these people and we see these athletes on TV and we just see a number and a jersey and we see their last name mm -hmm. and we just think, oh, man, fucking you need a win, you know, because we just see this shit and we get caught up in that. And I'm going to tell you who made me change my perspective on that. It was Arian Foster. Arian uh -huh. Foster is a very creative dude. He dropped an album. He has a podcast. Uh -huh. um, but before that, I had met another person like that. Well, I haven't even met Arian Foster, but I had met a person actually in person and it was you. Uh, so I I want to say this because it's and I'll be the first one to always admit my, you know, my flaws because I want to grow. Right. Uh -huh. I feel we shouldn't see people like that, man. Um, athletes like that. They're not just they're more than just an athlete. Yeah, they more, they do suit. more than just and that shit is play stressful. a sport or or uh, fucking run a ball or shoot a hoop. But it's, it's they're a, creative, man. Like the they have though, different sides to them, you know, whereas I've always been creative as a, since I was a little kid. But being an athlete is stressful and then when you become a professional athlete you gotta understand, you gotta think okay so you have all this money that shit creates bigger bills and just like anybody else the following tuesday you can get fired yeah you're living up to, yeah. to your like your <laughs> pay bracket. so and not just that though but you know you got endorsements you still got family problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still you you might have a family, you might have legal problems. You might be you might suffer from you might be bipolar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're still human, you know, as as athletes we're still human. And you know, a lot of athletes uh you know have have different things that they do to take their mind off of stresses. A good friend of mine um that I played with uh Marion Barber, he's a, a classical piano player. And you know, if if you looked at the guy on the football field, you you wouldn't think that. Um, so, you know, just little nuances like that, um, you know, and that's why I separate the two, you know, me being an athlete and me being an artist, I separate those two things because, but it, you see, that's where it's like, for me, it becomes contradicting because I don't think as that's a mentality that us as fucking humans are creating you like an athlete is a person they they do more than just that bro they oh, yeah. are creative fucking individuals oh, look yeah. at you man oh, like yeah. like i said you're the first one i met and i was like that started opening up their mind and then i started seeing more then i seen kaepernick i'll give movement. you an example and I, I guarantee sunday you'll think about this when you watch tv and you watch football right look at how the 
look at how the the whoever you're watching, look at how they wear their uniform. Look at the wristbands, how high they wear them on their arm. Look at the color gloves that they have, the color shoes, how they coordinate, how they might not coordinate. Visors, how they wear their mouthpiece, how they might let a white shirt hang a little bit out of their blue jersey. That's being creative. All of those things, they have to conceptualize those things in yes. their mind. Even a celebration it. dance. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, absolutely, man. I always love talking to you, Lamont, man. You always, <laughs> Billy, you my man, Yeah, man. you don't hit me like you with this. That's one thing I love is that when I hit Lamont with some questions, like me and my mind going deep, <laughs> you always respond. Like, you don't just keep me quiet. I participate, go, man. Yeah, because I'm a deep thinker, man. So, for me, getting a response and challenge just helps. Remember know? this, man. Like I say, I always tell people. I'm just a Creole kid from Houston, and what I mean by that is I'm no different from nobody else. My parents just allowed me to dream in color. Nice, bro. Nice. Nice. Simple as that, man. I'm visualizing your movie, bro. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I'm excited to see you, see you guys, uh, both of you guys, next Friday. Nice. Um, so tell everybody the address, where they could go. Um, it's free, so they don't have to Yeah, it's free. No it's open to the public. Uh, it's at the Share Space. On Preston, 2203 Preston Street, uh, Lamont French, uh, Miscellaneous Works. Um, just come, you know, time business business casual uh, from 8 to midnight. Uh, open bar, free hors d'oeuvres, nice. uh, presented by House of Possessions. And um, it's going to be a good time, man. It's going to be a good time. So um, I'll probably get there about 9, 9.30. Uh, so you'll get a chance to meet me. Um I'm going to talk on the podcast. We're going to have a couple of drinks, celebrate sure. my birthday a little bit, and, you know, and, and just have a good time, man. Uh, push the culture. So Nice. Everybody, y'all make sure to go check out this event. I'm super proud of my dude. And thank you, bro. Appreciate you, brother. Oh, oh, I'm, doing this new, uh, I'm doing the new. Uh, the yeah, new, that's uh, new.